A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. Swift, 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 Swift. Ish. What just happened? Welcome back to Swifters, guys. We're here with a special guest. We're so excited to have her back. Um, it's Ilana. Hi. She yes, it's so good to see you. Like in Has the it flesh. Been yeah. a year since our last one, folklore, or almost. So. It feels like I guess it was yeah folklore. Cardigan. So it was since last summer. That's insane. Yeah. yeah, people were. We talked about the cardigan <laughs> and how we could wash it and make it feel less itchy. I. I remember that. <laughs> Full disclosure, I have not yet tried washing the cardigan, but a really funny thing is, so my big like life change over the pandemic was that my fiance and I adopted a rescue cat. Aww. You may hear meowing in the background during this session, um, but she has certain spots in our little apartment that she loves to lounge, and one of them is on the cardigan, which I keep folded <laughs> on this trunk with all my bags in it. Oh, um, so I feel like that was the moment I knew that we were meant to be. Yeah, she just like claimed that you spot. Knew. So I think she wants her own card again. And if you go to Etsy, yeah. there are a few people who will custom versions a cardigan for your cat. I might get three for my corgis. <laughs> Do it. Oh my Extra gosh, long amazing. for a corgi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I reached out to them and I was like, I know you do cats, but if I gave you measurements, could you do one for my corgis? <laughs> And I'm sure I'm tempted. My husband would be upset that I'm very tempted. Yeah, no, that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, maybe you can just get one and they can like take turns. You know, no, I need a photo exactly. of all of them. And so, <laughs> well, you can just Photoshop the, the three of them together. together. Yeah, so my, my little Timo is just five pounds smaller than my other two oh, dogs. And okay, he needs one custom to him. I don't want one to feel yeah. left out. You're you know, right. I want You're them right. all You're to good feel mom. the same. Yeah. <laughs> Corgis yeah. and Cardis. <laughs> yeah. So there's it. actually, so I'm kind of sad. They're red and white Corgis. There's actually, so there's Pembroke um, Welsh Corgis and then there's Cardigan right. Welsh Corgis. Oh. And my dogs are not Cardigan Welsh Corgis, but I can always say my dogs are now Cardigan Welsh Corgis. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. Instagram post. Yeah. Yeah. just with the change of a sweater yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> random Amazing. thing this is what happens when we talk about cats and cardigans and taylor swift oh I it's can a go taylor off on a podcast. tangent yeah we have i feel to. like my instagram my whole social media presence is now like crazy cat lady yeah. and i honestly <laughs> am living for it i don't care no, yeah i mean when are you gonna get two you know you have to follow in taylor swift's footsteps <sighs> right then, what is it two two cats is a party and three is yeah. a crowd or, or three cats is a crazy cat <laughs> Crazy cat lady. Yeah. So if any of our listeners don't remember, Alana was actually sent a cardigan from Taylor Swift. She didn't purchase it and it was sent from Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift sent it to her with a note before anybody else got it. So we just have to re-emphasize the pandemic. (laughs) Yes. Has Taylor sent you any other goods? Maybe some Evermore content? (sighs) Not, not since then. No. But I treasure the cardigan, (laughs) and I love that. I feel like she knows that I've got my fashion beat, and that was maybe a little (laughs) nod to that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Exactly. Um, for yeah. those that don't know, uh, Alana is the editor of Page Six Style, which is a delight to witness, and she also happens to be a Taylor Swift stan. So it all it all works, you know. It makes the full package just something. Whenever I'm able to delighted. like weave 
T-Swift content into my job, it's always a good day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always joke, it's not always good if Taylor's on page six.com, but on yeah. the style section, mm-hmm. yeah. it's usually a, a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good place to be. I mean, unfortunately, probably not much lately because she's just been so MIA. I, I feel like I'm alone in this, but... Everybody always gets like when she hasn't released new music in a while, they get all antsy. And I'm that way when she hasn't shown us new outfits. I know. Like, I am thirsting for some (laughs) Taylor Swift like red carpet moments, Instagram fashion moments. Sometimes she'll throw us one. Yeah. Um, What did you think of the the Brits look, the nod to 199 slash red? Oh my God, it was so good. So it was funny seeing, I wrote it up for the site, obviously, and I kept seeing everybody comparing it to either 1989 (laughs) and or Red and being like, she's definitely releasing this one first. No, this one, no, this (laughs) one. I feel like it was a mix of the two. If I had to pick one, I would say it was more 1989 inspired just because like that matching set, the crop top and skirt Mm -hmm. was so her silhouette during that whole era. Yeah. And that couldn't have been an accident that she was like, put me in a sparkly skirt and matching bra top. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I know. I don't know. She loves a sartorial Easter egg. So I feel like <laughs> I feel good about this. We also know that 1989 Taylor's version is on the way. It makes yeah. the most sense for her, mm-hmm. like, economically to release it next. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's been thrown so, in our face. Shelby and I talk about it all the time because <laughs> all the Swifties will be, like, doing math and trying to, like, piece, like – Oh. Like the emojis together, and Shelby's just kind of like Taylor. It's never as complicated yes. as you think it is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. She's not like that. And when exactly. she wants us to decode something, she's like, "Here's a literal word scramble." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Otherwise, it's lover in neon lights in the background of the me video, and she's yes. like, hey, "Can you find it?" Like, I'm not knocking her intelligence or whatever. No. It's just you're knocking Swifties' intelligence. She likes a yeah. She likes a loud moment. You know, she she likes to have that obvious play. And yeah, if not right. obvious, something you can look back on and be like, that was when I was recording this. But I think she gets a real kick out of the fact that we're all like, <laughs> how many palm trees, how many holes in the fence? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I feel like she's just laughing at us. We yeah. secretly <laughs> love it. That's the problem is that we like, she's giving us what we want and yeah. it's clues, even if they don't make sense because it, it's entertaining. You, yeah. Do you have a – are you leaning into the theories, Alana, that – I mean, so far, I guess, the current idea is that 1989 is coming out on June 25th now. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Wait, why? Okay. So June 25th, one of our lovely listeners was invited to to record the 1989 Shake It Off music video with her. So she brought in a bunch of fans, and it was Mm – I think it was filmed – on June 25th or released I don't I'm not sure which one and that's a Friday and then all the numbers add up to 13 and he's like and why wouldn't (laughs) they do that you know because that was such a big single for her it just makes sense so that that's that's a theory that someone emailed us and we've been talking about it in our (laughs) Patreon discord chat and I've been getting all my dates wrong but it was either the music video was filmed or released yeah. and I think filmed oh well, it's definitely it was released on August 18th as I as I oh. told you <laughs> I'll never forget I and I yeah. <laughs> I feel like maybe I told you guys this last time but I will never forget that day because I stupidly had a flight scheduled for that <laughs> oh, um, no. same day 
And I vividly remember like sitting on my Southwest flight, <laughs> watching that YooHoo or what was it? Yahoo, Yahoo not YooHoo. Yeah. <laughs> Yahoo like live stream. And she was like, okay, here's the video. And then right <laughs> as she said that, they're like, please turn off all electronic devices. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, I need no. off the plane. Yeah. The first thing I did as soon as we like were taxiing to the gate, I was like, gotta see the shake off video. <laughs> Uh, one time on a so weird. on a flight, I think Taylor had released um, a single or something like that, and I had mm-hmm. and I was on the flight when it was released. And I've heard like Southwest will play songs if you request them, and so I asked them to <laughs> play the recent Taylor Swift drop, and they said no. Uh huh. Like, broke my heart. <gasps> Sorry. <no. laughs> so, we need to at them. Yeah. We will continue to well, play like Muzak for I the yeah. The reason I asked is because I tweeted at Southwest, and I was like. It's dropping now and I'm getting on the flight Southwest. What am I going to do? And they said, ask your flight attendant to play it. So I brought the tweet up to them and they still said no. (laughs) I do love the idea of like coming their way. Mm -hmm. Flight attendant slash DJs though, making your ride a more pleasant experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They would have made so many people. I mean, it depends what time, what era that was. Because maybe it was too controversial. Like maybe they couldn't risk upsetting people. Oh yeah, that was way too. It was a hot, a hot button topic. Exactly. <laughs> Please play they dress. It. <laughs> They're like, yeah. um, there, there are children on board. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. Um, but speaking of theories, there's been a lot of talk around the four emojis she started using. I don't know if you're in yes. on this, but she used to do three emojis. Right. Um, that was the last I checked. Was, yeah. It was like lots of groups of three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because then people were like, oh, there's a trilogy Speak coming. Now? Yeah. Or, oh. <laughs> it was I about was like, the Evermore sequel that was supposedly Woodvale. coming. Yeah. yeah. Woodvale. Oh, it's was still around coming. the corner. It's still coming. Yeah. It's still coming. Now there's two because now she's doing four emojis. And mm-hmm. um, the last one, like you said, Evermore has has hit the number one on the billboard charts again because right. of all the vinyl sales that went through. And she tweeted a thank you where she was like, this one hit me hard. I'm so in my feelings more so than usual over what you all did here forevermore. blown away by how much you care and how long we've been caring about each other. And then she did four heart em- emojis. So Ashley, I'm curious. I mean, did you break this down? Were you able to sleuth out some details from this, some theories? I don't know. In my feelings, um, is that a nod? Is that a Drake? That's what a <laughs> lot of people coming. are thinking. There are even <laughs> articles written up. Yeah, there. And oh, really? Do you remember when we got her in? Do you remember when we got her a picture of her and Drake on his birthday in the actual studio? Oh my god, the leather look, the so leather crop if, top, and and the yes. slit skirt. With so the what gold. if that's going to be moment. a vault song on 1989, or would that be mm. Reputation? I'm trying to think. It would be 1989 ish, right? It, it could was like be right in between yeah. the two. Yeah. So that. That is a theory that a lot of people are throwing out, but also like articles that were in about in my fill. So that's a yeah, an Easter egg maybe. What do you, what do you guys think? Any thoughts? And I don't I know if I've had time to decode it. <laughs> if that's I, my mind, definitely did not go there. For me, it's like trying to figure out whether the new numerology, the numbers, are corresponding with folklore evermore and a possible right. third or. Mm-hmm her re-releases. Yeah. I guess I, I I tend to think of the re-releases first just because I I don't know. Naively I'm like, yes, you're right. You told us there's no third album. Surely <laughs> you're you're not pulling our leg. Um, That's how I feel. 
but right, like, I don't know. It would be very weird and awkward for her to then be like, just kidding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's Woodvale. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't get me wrong. I would take it happily. Yeah. But, me too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, so for me, it was like, oh, is she actually going to drop Speak Now, Taylor's version before 1989, Taylor's mm. version, even though 1989 has, you know, the greater commercial value. It's, yeah. in my opinion, her best album. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I know. And these hearts that she shared were red. So, <laughs> so now is it going to be red? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, there's just so much. I think it's she was like, I need, I need to get away from the three and let's add another one. Yeah. And then now everyone's like freaking out about that. Maybe she could re- also be that she's recorded them all. Yeah. And yes, you were going to say yeah, that. I was, like, I was going to say, and like, they're all just sitting there. Yeah. Or she was currently recording that because everyone was saying that, like, maybe when she was doing some nod to to Red, that she was recording Red. And then now that she's mm. doing four emojis, maybe she's recording Speak Now. And she's just kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, like when she changed up her aesthetic when she was doing Lover, like she's just changing it up to like mark it in her mind. This is when I was recording right. Lover. Totally. But uh, I could see that. Yeah. I know. It's almost like I I don't expect anything to happen, but I do know once something does happen, everyone who happened to guess that right will be like, see, I told I you. Knew it. <laughs> But can we go to your Twitter feed and see how many times you have looked too much into the three emojis? Let's see that. (laughs) I'm someone someone who's always throwing out all these weird theories, especially Shelby will know, like in reputation, I was like, this, 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 this. And like 99.9 of them just were like off the wall and didn't make sense. But that (laughs) 1.01%, I was like, I told you. See, look at that. Oh, yeah. If you guys remember. I was so sure, so sure that William Bowery couldn't possibly possibly be Joe. Like, yeah. I was like, that's dumb. Why would she do that? He's not a songwriter. I was like, it's Paul McCartney or yeah. like Carly Simon. And yeah. lo and behold, like, I know everyone was right. Well, speaking of that and yeah. sort of her reinvigoration of the Evermore Folklore Sisters, um, I saw this on Reddit and I thought it was really interesting, but... I guess under the rules of the Grammys, when Folklore was awarded, you know, album of the year, William Bowery slash Joe wasn't given a Grammy because he didn't work on a third of the album, which is the rule that you have to work at least on a a third of the album in order to get like these awards for the album. And so suddenly, if you check the... um, the notes like in Spotify and stuff, he's suddenly listed as a producer on like half the tracks. So now he gets a Grammy. Whoa. Wait, Ashley, well, have you like, heard this? Are you this telling me him? I'm wrong or? Oh yeah. No, I'm, I'm just <laughs> laughing at it because I'm pretty sure it's, she's like, well, I, I play every single song for Joe and he gives me his feedback. So he is yeah. a producer and he has been helping advisor, me. Advisor, creative yes. advisor. Yeah, I'm just kind of like shaking my head, just being like, of course, of course. I mean, it's kind of shady, right? Like, I yeah. mean, it's, the fans are split on it. Some people were like, wow, that's not a good luck. Like, ugh. But then some people were like, oh, like good for her looking out for her man type thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. I totally – I had not seen that. I had yeah. not heard that. But that's 
hilarious. I know. As if, first of all, as if they, they, I mean, at this point they live together, I'm, I'm sure, or at least most of the time, as if she needs another Grammy in there. <laughs> yeah. But it would be cool to have one with his name on it. Yeah. I'm sure he's like, even, he's, he's got the EGOT goals, you know, he has to <laughs> start building those up. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Crossover appeal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I didn't even know. I thought they only gave out, I mean, I, I shouldn't even admit this. It sounds kind of dumb. I thought they only gave out one per, you know, right, one right. Grammy like just, per Grammy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I but think I guess it's that makes like, sense that yeah, Erin Dessner like would get one. Yeah, she had like 25 people behind her who came up on stage <laughs> for her album of the year. And I think it is just anyone who's involved in a majority of the album gets like their award technically. But since he was only on like two songs, they were like, nah. And so suddenly <laughs> it's like, okay, nah. twist my arm, why don't you? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's so funny. Look at her yeah. helping a man I out know. in this man <laughs> in this economy world. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my question, though: If and when Joe gets his Grammy, is it going to be engraved with William Bowery or Joe Alwyn? Yeah, Ooh. it must or be William Bowery, yeah. right? I right? mean, I guess they yeah. don't know the the legality of like <laughs> how the labeling works, but that's what he's written under, right? Yeah, that's did, his name. Did this is what we came for? It, did that get any awards? Because isn't that wasn't that wasn't Taylor Swift's pseudonym Neil? Oh Sonny? yeah, Neil so like, Schoberg. So yeah, did she get any awards? Like even if it's not a Grammy, just like any kind of award so. award for that and had that name on it because it would be hilarious. That would be a look at. It. I wonder. I would honor Besides, that. I would Besides her, that. you know, her her uh, headstone. We want to. Yeah. Right. 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 They're side by side yeah. in one of her yeah. houses. <laughs> I could. I could totally see it getting like you know uh, American Music Awards or Billboard yeah. Music Awards because yeah. that song did super well. It did. It I really did. It. I walked down it's the so aisle good. to it. So. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. You got that Taylor Swift that. in there. Yeah, like, yeah, I had to. I love that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's very so limited good. options on what my husband was willing to put up with, but that one was adjacent enough that he's like, okay, no one will I know like off the top of their head what this is, but it's a victory for you, so everyone wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm currently navigating the exact same yeah. dilemma <laughs> with our wedding. Yeah. When when it's so, like how many Taylor songs can I slip in here without you noticing? Yeah. Were you engaged when we spoke last? Okay. We got engaged in March 2019. Mm, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think you had to postpone, right? Twice. Oh, <laughs> oh man. That's We postponed right. the first time. So it's funny, about one month before our original date, which was in April 2020, mm. a oh, full man. year after we got engaged, the pandemic hit and we immediately, like even like before things started fully shutting down and locking yeah. down, we, did, we moved it a full calendar year. And around February of this year, we were like, eh, we should move it again just oh. to be sure. <laughs> yeah. just, just to be sure everyone yeah. can get their vaccines and feels they feel yeah. okay traveling. Give Taylor some time um, to, you know, really feel comfortable yeah, coming and write a special song for the <laughs> occasion. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, well, one of these days you'll get to walk down the aisle to a Taylor Swift song of your choosing. Maybe long story <laughs> it's, it's short. It's changed a few times. So yeah. exactly right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it is, it is a romantic tune. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I do. Uh, well, I mean, perfect segue really, because um, 
we've been doing like shuffling our songs for the last bit because there's just been too many albums to choose from. Three albums. But, <laughs> yeah. But Alana had messaged us and been like, please, I want to do long story short. So mm-hmm. we made sure to set that one aside for this very special day. Yeah. So explain it. your explain your love for this. Was this always your favorite right off the bat with Evermore? Yeah. So it's really funny. I have like a whole little ritual for listening to new Taylor music, mm-hmm. which is as soon as it comes out, I, for the first listen or two, I turn off all the lights and I close my eyes and I just listen through. Oh, once. wow. Yes. And then I go back through again and I read the lyrics to all of them for the second or third listen. Um, and almost without fail, my favorites from those first few listens usually stay my favorites. Yeah. Um, and off the bat, that was my runaway favorite from Evermore. Yes. Um, it's, it's funny too, because it, it's sort of a sonic outlier. Like I feel like it could be the best lover B-side. Yeah. And it also has like shades of 1989, you know, in its production, which again, mm-hmm. my favorite album. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, typically, and this is just like my musical taste, I tend to prefer the more upbeat, up-tempo, like Poppy Taylor songs. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so that was just like, yes it's so good and it was one of the it was one of her songs on evermore that actually was like about her because a lot of the songs she had written and you kind of had to be like oh who is this about but this was like okay taylor you've been singing about this since reputation we know what this is about (laughs) give give us give us so my question to you alana is Mm -hmm. in two three four years you know every single album taylor has dropped since reputation there's definitely been you know, 2016, that summer has, she's written about that a lot. Do you think in Mm -hmm. five years she'll still be writing about 2016? And if she is, do you think people will be like, we get it, we get it? (laughs) So it's funny. I go back and forth on this. Part of me is like, please don't write about this anymore. (laughs) Like we're all so far past it. Mm -hmm. You don't need it. You've already more than proven that like you can write fiction and kind of, you know, tell stories that aren't your own. And, you know, we don't need to stay on this. I would like to say that long story short is like closing the book on that chapter, because I also strongly feel like it's her best song yet Mm -hmm. about that summer. Mm -hmm. Um, I like how it's vague. I like how it illustrates growth and how she's not naming names. And she literally is just like, Long story short, here's what happened. (laughs) This is what happened after. Um, It ended up, you know, I survived. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say she's never going to reference it again because it clearly was like a really traumatic time and a very like formative period for her. It led her to Um, Joe and to like who she is now. So it definitely is. Like I was telling Shelby, like if you have, like you said, a traumatic period in your life, it's always going to shape and form you throughout like the rest of like your yes. career or your time. So I don't want to like no shade on her, but I'm always wondering like, hmm, like <laughs> when is a little bit too much? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. What I will say is unlike, for example, this is why we can't have nice things, which is not one of my favorite Taylor tracks. It's fine, mm-hmm. but not one of my favorites. I love Reputation, by the way, um, but it's not one of my favorites. It That song gets more specific about what mm-hmm. went down, mm-hmm. and I like that this actually, like I said, illustrates growth and distance from that situation, mm-hmm. and like she took something away. Um, obviously, she's like 
time-wise further away from that summer now. So that could Mm -hmm. have a lot to do with it. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It really does. She really does make it sound like she's closed the book on it though. Yeah. Um, you know, because a long story short, she it's been a long story and now it's just a, <laughs> one short song. Let's just right. close it out. The TLDR. Yeah. You know, when, <laughs> but when yeah, I, was, I prefer it to like, yeah. I forgot that you existed. Mm-hmm. I prefer it to obviously this is why we can't have nice things to look what you made me do all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny because when I was just, you know, just researching every week, I get Google alerts and my Gmail of just like articles that Taylor are written by about Taylor Swift. So I wasn't even specifically mm-hmm. researching long story short. You know, there's not a lot of researching to do because we all know what the story was. <laughs> but I was looking right. at all of these articles that was, were written about Taylor. It was like people were talking about, you know, Olivia Rodrigo. People were talking about Joe Jonas, um, her vinyl sales. And then on the second page of like the news, it was like, the reason why Tom Hiddleston and Taylor Swift didn't work out. And then when you clicked on the article, <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, what? And then clicked on the article and just went through this whole timeline of Taylor Swift, basically this as a long story. <laughs> and it was just weird because I wasn't looking it up, but people are still writing about it to this day. Yeah. And it's. <laughs> I wonder if some of that though has to do with the fact that Loki just came out. Yes. This new show. So I feel like everybody is like, it's true. This okay. is this is my content editorial <laughs> brain speaking, like yeah. SEO brain. What can we write clips. about Tom's yeah. personal life, you know? And they did quote um, a lot of um like they quoted a lot of like Avengers, like, oh, his Avenger castmate said He's very happy in this relationship. So right, sure. right. Yeah, yeah. She came to visit him yeah. in Australia. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Poor Loki. Poor mm. Tom Hiddleston can't shake this shadow. Um, shake gotta off. say, great character though. Yeah. I really, I love Loki. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Me too. Actually, that reminds me, this is tangential, but um, obviously um, Wildest Dreams has been used in the promo for Spirit, that new horse movie, which has um, Jake Gyllenhaal's voice. Right. And it was funny because people noticed that the only trailer he's posted about it is one that does not feature Oh my God. dreams. Because <laughs> people would blow him up. They would blow him up yeah. over it. Do you guys remember <laughs> the glasses incident? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was one of my favorite days on the internet, maybe. I wrote I about that too for the site. I was yeah. like, guys... I don't know if anyone's going to read this, but I, as a Taylor yes. Swift stan, find it so hilarious. You'll he just, to, yeah. he's like, I think that taught him his lesson. And now he's <laughs> yeah. like, I need to avoid like it. But of course, now it's backfiring and they're like, oh, we see what you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now the story Jake. is that he is avoiding any tangential connection to Taylor Swift, which I, I respect. I, yeah. I really do. But but poor guy has it coming once red Taylor's version comes out. Mm-hmm. So oh enjoy God. his peace and quiet while you can. It's going to be a rough, a rough <laughs> fall for Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Oh man. Honestly, I think about that every time, like doing the research for this episode, I'm like, man, I wonder what Tom Hiddleston thinks of this song. I would just like love to ask him, honestly. <laughs> Here's the thing though. He, he had some of her best songs written about him. Like getaway car <laughs> yeah. is amazing i like would good be for him. honored to have that written about me <laughs> yeah. yeah it's oh. true it's not like dear john it's not like a character right. evisceration yeah it's basically just like man i really biffed it up by hooking up with this guy but he's not too bad yeah <laughs> but... no totally and she's like 
he was the wrong guy. Yeah. Like, who among us? Yeah. Who can relate? So, <laughs> like, yeah. One thing that I was I was reading yesterday because I was like, oh, this is a perfect article since we were talking about the long story short. And she said that, you know, she fell into the wrong, the wrong lips. Um, was it was so funny because in this article, like one of the inside sources who I I don't know who it was, said that one thing that Taylor Swift didn't like about the relationship was that he wanted it to be more public. He wanted to be, you know, more PDA, wanted to have more like, you know, (laughs) paparazzi moments and she didn't. Mm -hmm. So that's one reason why she like was like, bye, I'm out of here. I'm getting in the getaway car. See you later. And then she goes because she knows like she's looking back and she's like, how am I going to be in a great relationship in this spotlight? And then you see how she just kind of like disappeared from everything and that's yeah. when she was able to have like a really successful relationship. So poor for like poor Tom Hiddleston, but <laughs> it was a great, I think, lessons learned for Taylor Swift. Yeah. And right. and for Tom. I mean his GQ article that came out after that was just Oh my God, it's iconic. so good. Yeah. It's so Frame good. It. The like knocking on the door. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's more I wanna say. Oh, <laughs> It I really do like him laugh. a lot. He seems he yeah. seems like a cool guy. Yeah, um, he does. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that would have never worked. And it's I mean, it's has interesting. he even had a relationship like, since then? Maybe he's it's under wraps. Maybe he learned from that relationship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Maybe>. exactly. <laughs> he's like we're not. He's like I got to be more like ever. Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh so good well um we can get into this song if we want to start breaking it down um I think I'm reading so I basically I can get us started on this first verse Mm -hmm. and uh, feel free I'll just read the whole thing and then we can break it down but she says fatefully I tried to pick my battles till the battle picked me misery like the war of words I shouted in my sleep and you passed right by I was in the alley surrounded on all sides the knife cut both ways if the shoe fits walk in it till your high heels break so Alana do you have any thoughts (laughs) so okay can I actually start with a sonic note and oh yes I love a good sonic note so I meant to mention this when you said, why do you love the song so much? Why was it an immediate favorite? Right off the bat, that beat, those drums, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my God, the Postal Service. Oh, yeah. I was the biggest Postal Service fan in the early mm-hmm. aughts. Their first album, I think it's called Give Up, is like still one of my favorites. Um, and I feel like this sounds too close to one of their, you know, arrangements to be coincidence um so hopefully taylor's a fan too yeah that reeled me in off the bat i can can hear the similarities sleeps tonight yeah that does have i i appreciate that that um uh connection so thank you for making that (laughs) it's i feel like other people have noticed this too but i was Mm -hmm. like (gasps) yeah (laughs) i mean i'm Um, sure someone's tracked what songs she's put on her playlists all these years so maybe oh, postal service sure. she also there. makes great playlists i always yeah. love when she releases those yeah i'm gonna pull up the lyrics actually too so that i can <laughs> like so i remember where yes. we're at um, i mean yeah i really like this first i i too enjoyed this song when it first came out it was one that i had to revisit later to really enjoy but i think it was um, that way for many yeah 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 because it kind of was like okay w- what's happening here and it is also it feels so strange in evermore almost because obviously sonically but also narratively we were just you know this is track 12 so we'd had almost an entire album of just like fictional 
fictional right. tales of broken engagements and and emotionally abusive husbands and <laughs> lots of but affairs one, to choose this from. This like, gave me life because a lot of it was more like slow <laughs> and melodic, and this yeah. was like, oh, okay, this is like bringing me back yeah. to like what's right. waking me up. <laughs> I, I loved it. It was one of my, one of my favorites. I know. Too. I. I keep saying, like, I don't even know necessarily whether it belonged on this particular album, but I'm so glad she wrote it and put it Mm -hmm. out there because I love it. Um, Yeah. But yeah, sorry. So lyrically, um, (laughs) she obviously starts with This Summer is the Apocalypse. Yes. (laughs) I figured that the war of words I shouted in my sleep was a nod to her, like, uh, acknowledgement, her, you know, the statements she put out. following you know the snapchat um, yeah, i would yeah. very much like to be excluded from this narrative yeah. exactly exactly um yeah. you passed right by i was thinking because okay wait timeline mm-hmm. she and joe were both at the met gala mm-hmm. which was in mm-hmm. may 2016 and then mm-hmm. snapchat gate happened in july i believe yeah, so yeah. close enough to say you mm-hmm. passed right by Mm-hmm. We could have like connected then, but we didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then, everything, like when you think about it, like everything from that time was just kind of like circling in on her. Like you had her mm-hmm. dancing with Tom yes. Hiddleston, and then from there, like it just all like everything like closed in. They were just like circling mm-hmm. her in ever mm-hmm. since like that moment. Because you kind of look back yeah. and you're like, when did things start going wrong? <laughs> like when was the the inclination that hey. Something's like things are yeah. gonna go down, and it kind of like happened with Tom when they were dancing at the Met Gala because everyone was like mm-hmm. posting all these photos, and then people are like, "Wait, mm-hmm. but she's dating? What's going on?" And then it just like tumbled <laughs> ferociously. Well, that's right. why I love how she says, "Faithfully, I tried to pick my battles till the battle picked me," because you know, faithful is is sort of this, um, as she uses as in like adverb saying, like she almost her actions prophesied what was to come. So it was like predetermined. It was a, mm-hmm. it was a vital moment that affected subsequent events. And so I think she is kind of being like, Oh, like you could almost attach it to anything like dancing with Tom or how she tried to get ahead of the famous gate by being like, he never asked me, but then it turns out there were tapes that complicated the story. And she, if she had just stayed silent, then she could have like had a better idea of what battle was coming. But right. instead she, she was trying to get ahead of it, but, you know, she was so ahead of the curve that the curve became a spear. And so I like that she's kind of letting us in here being like, what does that mean? I, yeah, <laughs> she's like, I was trying to beat the game, but then I realized like, oh, shoot, I drew attention to the wrong things. These things became even bigger than I could control. And suddenly I was, I was miserable and just I shouting know. into my pillow and writing tortured <laughs> notes to myself in my journal. Yeah, maybe my favorite line in the whole song is if the shoe fits, walk in it till your high heels break, <laughs> just because that's like, you know, I mean, she's always so good at taking these like cliches and these like mm-hmm. common phrases and twisting them a little bit. Yes. Um, but by saying, you know, obviously the saying is, you know, you should accept this criticism of yourself that's probably true. Mm-hmm. And She's acknowledging, like, I really like to have the last word. I like to be right. I don't like to admit defeat. And this time it broke. Like, you mm-hmm. know, everything broke at once. Yeah. Um, so she's sort of like, 
rode that train until <laughs> until <laughs> yeah. the end, so to speak. She's like, well, fine. Yeah, this didn't work out. But then the knife cuts both ways. Another idiom mm-hmm. that's sort of like, oh, you can have both good and bad happen at the same time, which mm-hmm. is very much the case with this 2016 because yes it was her the summer was the apocalypse but it also was the cruel summer that led her to joe and Mm -hmm. so i think it's interesting watching her try and parcel out that dichotomy in a way that feels so removed in this song where she's able to kind of put space in it and not feel so tortured by it but is almost like not flippant but just kind of like oh this is what happened like let's just Mm -hmm. talk about it Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and so then the chorus is, and I fell from the pedestal right down the rabbit hole. Long story short, it was a bad time. Pushed from the precipice, clung to the nearest lips. Long story short, it was the wrong guy, (laughs) which is just, it's such a great, it's such a great little, it's just so perfect. I really have Mm -hmm. no, no notes. It's just flawless. (laughs) Yeah. I, I love how she like used Um, precipice because like, that's not something I use in my, mm -hmm. my daily language. Like I feel like. I've always said it, Taylor, like, makes me pull out a dictionary. I'm not like Shelby. Yes. English is my first language, but I did not major in it. And it's like, you know, you're at the cliff and, like, pushed from that cliff. And then she, like, brings into – she, like, did some, like, M&M, in, in, like, style stuff, like, Ryan Precipip with lips. And it was, like – it just really works the way that she put those two, like, back to back. It was – Yeah. I also feel like this song works so well as a counterpart to um, Call It What You Want. Yes. There's a lot of a lot of ties between the two. Like you have mm-hmm. um, The Knife Cuts Both Ways, Brought a Knife to a Gunfight, mm-hmm. and then um, My Castle crum- Crumbled over Overnight, mm-hmm. Fell from the Precipice. Basically, yeah. like, it's true. She was – and she – by the way, she even said this to Kanye, I'm this close to overexposure right now. Yes. Like, yes. she knew there really wasn't – she was – the number one, I mean, in our opinion, still is the number one <laughs> pop star in the world, but she, like, everybody would agree with it that mm-hmm. summer um, or prior yeah. to uh, during the 1989 era. And, like, all the only w- direction there was to go was down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this was kind of the, the, the shoe catalyst. that broke. And, yeah. The yep, shoe that the broke. Catalyst, I love it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I do. I think this is, like, a very clever um, series of images where mm-hmm. she fell from the pedestal like obviously she was the it girl and then she falls right down the rabbit hole which is uh, you know like this nod to Alice in Wonderland and this idea that you're transported to something yeah <laughs> my exactly. favorite yeah it's so good so <laughs> you're just transported to something that's either wonderful or troubling and sort of the surreal situation that she's kind of like what is happening mm-hmm. and she's like well that was a bad time and then again you get this like oh I was pushed off the cliff I clung to the nearest lips. Long story short, it was the wrong guy. And I just love love that so much. I think it's like one of the most fun lyrics she's ever written because it's just Mm -hmm. like, it's so sharp. It's so revealing. It's so fun and upbeat. And it's just like Taylor's entire discography in one one single line almost. (laughs) Yeah. 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 For someone who writes and has acknowledged that she writes a ton of lyrics, Mm -hmm. it's so well edited. Yes. And it gets to the point, and it's snappy, it's fun to listen to, and it is accurate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's very it's honest. All you yeah. need to know, like, if you're coming Good in, job. that's the thing. If you're coming in even as, like, a, you know, Taylor newbie or novice, like, yeah. you'd still love this. 
oh, you yeah. don't need even to know all the backstory necessarily. <laughs> yeah. Although it just makes it more yeah. fun. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Um, I should have finished the chorus because she just sings, um, now I'm all about you. I'm all about you. Yeah. I'm all about you. Yeah. Do you guys feel like this is anti-feminist to have her to say suddenly it's all just, <laughs> I saw some people on Reddit who Ooh. felt like it was like, oh, well she should, she shouldn't depend on the guy for everything. Like it's my brain never <laughs> went there. Mm-hmm. I just took it to be like, I'm all about you, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. you. It's us yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's us now. Exactly. Because she's and honestly, clearly, you know, because yeah. she's singing about like cl- clinging to the nearest lips. It was a wrong guy. It's like, oh, but now it's yeah. you. It's you. It's you. It's you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't like, I don't think she's being like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's an interesting take though. I'm not surprised people would pull that out, but it's an interesting take. Yeah. I was going to say, honestly, they were together all of quarantine. And for many of us during that time, mm-hmm. it really was just like us and our partners. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm all about you. Well, I guess this is all we're doing. Yeah. Have another no choice. Another round this of scrabble. And Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Let's and write why? Album together. Well, and I mean, yeah, exactly. That's the other thing. It's like, clearly she's not saying like, oh, you're my everything. I'm nothing now. Because she's gone on to do two two albums like it, you know like she's clearly her own person still with her oh, own yeah. goals and her own dreams so I don't think but they we can just together. take that they yeah, yeah. And they they're a power other. couple now they're both Grammy yeah. winners they yeah right yeah. reach their goals and they he's like he's like a he's like a, like equivalence to, in my mind of like an Instagram husband who's you know yes. he's like an Instagram influencer <laughs> and there's a guy behind there taking photos that's what I kind of like like yeah. they hype each other up yeah it's great yeah. he's her hype man <laughs> yeah exactly she's good for her um yeah. but then the second verse is um actually I always felt I must look better in the rear view missing me at the golden gates they once held the keys to when I dropped my sword I threw it in the bush and knocked on your door and we live in peace but if someone comes at us this time I'm ready very sweet so sweet <laughs> and it's so getaway car too the rear yeah. view the keys to the gate like yes it's I, I feel like that's the thing not just call it what you want like this song is like at it it's like an axis for all all of these other songs mm-hmm. that she's written about that summer and the years that followed um well, I mean, yeah. even like the look what you made me do. Um, I don't like your kingdom keys. They once belonged to me. And it's while she's swinging mm-hmm. in that literal golden gated, you know, cage. And so uh, do yep. I think she purposely nodded to that? I don't know. But I do feel like it's something she's talked about, which is everyone thinks like 1989 and even her eras before that, it was like golden girl Taylor. And she was just so everything was perfect. She was so happy. It was so wonderful. Mm -hmm. But the way she's talked about it since, especially in like her Miss Americana documentary is like, no, this was like a gilded cage. Like it was, it was a pretty dark place for me mentally and emotionally. And I think as she's saying here, like, oh, I always thought I must look better in the review. Like as I walk away from people, as I Mm -hmm. break up with these people, they must feel relieved. They must maybe like me more now that I'm gone. Like all this sort of insecurity that she's carried both romantically and with friends Mm -hmm. is kind of neatly wrapped up here in this verse 
It is. And then you look back how she talks about and how she wanted to break up with Joe. Yeah. And then he's like, no, you're not going to break up with yeah. me. So I'm sure like she's always like, like she's was always <laughs> yeah. waiting for that, that right. the heel to break and just to. The other know, shoe to drop. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I was going to say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. More shoe imagery. Um, and I like, yeah, like sort of this. When I dropped my sword, I threw it in the bushes and knocked on your door. It does remind me of Cruel Summer. Not like there's a mm-hmm. lyrical reference there, but it does feel like that same vibe where, you know, I'm at the garden gate. Garden gate, yeah. And she's just like, yeah. she wants to just trust that this is real, but she's unsure. And so she finally like lets her guard down and she drops her armor and she's able to just be like, okay, we're going to live in peace. And I also love the the tone change in if someone comes at us this time, I'm ready because when you look at reputation, you have songs like dancing with our hands tied where she's so insecure and anxious about what surviving this, um, this relationship in the public eye will look like. Mm -hmm. But now suddenly she's like, no, this time I'm ready. And I think that's just like so romantic and sweet of her. You also have, we live in peace, kind of calling back to peace on oh, folklore. Yes. Oh, yes, I love that. They've carved out some peace for themselves, relative peace, yeah. um, in the midst of the storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my gosh, that's so sweet. It's really cute. It's really cute. <laughs> yeah, it is. Ah. Um, and so then she says, because I fell from the pedestal right down the rabbit hole. Long story short, it was a bad time. Pushed from the precipice, clung to the nearest slips. Long story short, it was the wrong guy. Now I'm all about you. I'm all about you. Yeah, I'm all about you. Sorry, my, my husband was just walking through the room making fun of me. Is but he dancing I'm to all about like... you. Yeah. Yeah. About you. yeah. yeah. But, but anyways, any additional notes on this uh, on this chorus? It's the same. She doesn't mm-hmm. change anything, you know, which right. sometimes she does. But this it won't one is... change until the end. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> something to look forward to. Foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> but um, this is the the bridge. Um, no more keeping score now. I just keep you warm. No more tug of war now. I just know there's more. No more keeping score now. I just keep you warm, and my waves meet your shore ever and ever more. Mm-hmm. Name drop. <laughs> That's the title. Yeah. It's like that family guy sketch. Yeah. Love it when they say yeah. the title. Um, it's a pretty straightforward bridge, but I do feel like this ties into that um, connection to call it to uh, her past songs. Like I feel mm-hmm. like in Cornelia Street in Cruel Summer, she talks a lot about how it felt like she was playing games. She didn't know how to play. And, you know, there are card sharks, there's dice. And now she's like, okay, no more keeping score. I just keep you warm, which seems like a direct nod to call it what you want, where he built a fire just to keep her warm. But now she's able to be in a healthy place where she's able to return the favor, as it were. Yeah. She's come a long way from loves a game, want to play to no more keeping score. Again, growth. I love it. I like it. Yes. It it shows like how like 1989, how much she's grown since then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Long story short. Mm -hmm. And just like the, yeah. (laughs) And I like this. It does feel, I like that she puts in this nod and my waves meet your shore evermore because like you said, it does feel kind of like disconnected from the rest of the album. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is sort of 
ties in with imagery that's throughout the album of the of the ocean of the waves of the shipwrecks of all that yeah and suddenly she's like oh but I'm in such a good place that I'm just like I'm here to stay like this is this is my place you know this is mm-hmm. you know and I love the like, image <laughs> I love the image of a wave and a shore meeting at the perfect yes. spot and how they're always like two puzzle pieces that just yes. fit perfectly mm-hmm. it's really cute it is cute do you think this is where the song title came or do you think she wrote Evermore, the track, first? Because they're kind of similar story-wise. They both revisit this time and kind of talk about that, obviously, in very different ways. But hmm. they're I always assumed it was, the the, it was the final track with Bonnie Vare. Like, maybe that was written. I don't know when that was written in yeah, the process. I- yeah that sounds no, very much guess. to me like her like title track and yeah. then she yeah. maybe snuck another reference in but mm-hmm. it could be the other way around if we're thinking like you know coming out of lover she maybe wrote this yeah same or if she just if she, she just appreciated the word she yeah. was like oh evermore that's a, it's a great word. it's a great <laughs> name I mean, and yeah i think either way <laughs> she could have like she could have written the song and maybe evermore that that line my waves meet your shore ever and evermore maybe that wasn't even in there and then she wrote evermore and then she was doing her final like edits and she was mm-hmm. like oh my gosh this is maybe she said forever and ever yeah. and she's like this is so much better I don't know yeah. taylor come on let us yeah come on podcast let <laughs> we'll us have know. to ask her next yeah. time yeah <laughs> Um, but then we get into the third verse. Um, past me, I want to tell you not to get lost in these petty things. Your nemeses will defeat themselves before you get the chance to swing. And he's passing by, rare as the glimmer of a comet in the sky, and he feels like home. If the shoe fits, walk in it everywhere you go. Aww. That's sweet. So, so good. Cute. Love that we get the <laughs> if the shoe fits again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's like a Yeah, flat, but she's though. able to like turn it all it's yeah it's like the first verses are obviously a little more starky a lot a little bit more tongue-in-cheek but this is much more like she's taking a breath and she's like hey like if I could talk to my past self like it's a very much like a therapy exercise where it's Mm -hmm. like what would you tell your younger self and she's like hey it's okay like don't worry about it it'll all work out and then instead of like this negative like hey walk in your shoe till the heel breaks I don't care like type thing it's like oh, this is so comfortable. This is home. So mm-hmm. make it home and like, and make it your evermore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got Cinderella vibes a little from it. Like <laughs> yes. the shoe fits. They're a perfect pair of shoes and of humans. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, sweet. I, I remember on my first listen, as soon as I heard the past me, mm-hmm. I like got goosebumps because mm-hmm. we, we so rarely hear her address herself and yeah, kind mm-hmm. of like reflect to herself like this mm-hmm. um that's I, I love this verse I really love yeah. it I like it, it feels very much like a poem it reminded me a lot of the poems she wrote for reputation mm-hmm. where she is talking to herself and there's a lot of that wounded sort of pain that she's talking about as she's writing about you know being neglected at, at um cafeterias or feeling like she's drowning and then suddenly he's beside her type thing and I feel like that's right a moment she revisits here where she's like, okay, like it's, it's okay. And, and it's a very vulnerable truth to speak. And like you said, like she's been able to use her songs as armor where she can kind of point the camera at a specific thing she wants us to focus on instead of necessarily on X, Y, and Z sort of flaw. But Mm -hmm. here she's allowing us to like hear her inner thoughts, sort of this diary entry where she's like, 
I wish I could go back and tell you not to worry so much because Mm -hmm. this all like worked out and, and look at this glimmer of a comet in the sky. Like it's just a really sweet note to, to her partner too. I know that's like a great couplet too. He's passing by rare as a glimmer of a comet in the sky. I know. (laughs) What a sweet way to talk about your, your soulmate. Yeah, these are some good um some good vow ideas if you're in the market for some, <laughs> some I am. vows. And we're writing our own vows. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Ryan's gonna hate this. <laughs> it's just like a mad lib of Taylor Swift lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly, exactly. It could be worse. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then she goes back into the verse and she says, And I fell from the pedestal right down the rabbit hole. Long story short, it was a bad time. Pushed from the precipice, climbed right back up the cliff. Long story short, I survived. Now I'm all about you. I'm all about you. And now I'm all about you. I'm all about you. And now I'm all about you. Long story short, it was a bad time. Long story short, I survived. Mm -hmm. Survived. Survived. (laughs) I love it. So one good. thing that I think of when she's when she sings "Climbed Right Back Up the Cliff" is in the "Look What You Made Me Do" music video when she's like climbing out of the mm. grave. Like it just like that imagery yes. comes to my mind. I know it's or up the, t- the mountain of Taylor's. Yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really like it's a brilliant rewriting of the verse we've already heard before, mm-hmm. and it feels like a triumphant finale. It's very mm-hmm. it's very cinematic. It's it allows us to feel that victory and that sort of climactic moment where she's able to get back up again. <laughs> Isn't there another a lot of... in there? <laughs> I know. It's funny. I was like, in a way, I did not plan this, but this yeah. ends up being like a perfect episode for me to be on because not only is it like the page sixiest in the fact that it references <laughs> oh. 2016, but it's also the fashion one. With yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh my God. Yes, it worked. She out. pulled herself up by her bootstraps. Hey, you, <laughs> you got it. Yeah. It's funny though, because like I, you know, I was saying before that this is my favorite of all of her songs that reference this time of her life, and like mm-hmm. part of that also is because I think it's so much more relatable than like mm-hmm. oh, this is why we can't have nice things, which is very mm-hmm. or at least more specific about what yeah. happened, like this is extremely relatable. Something really bad happened. You got together with a person who was not your perfect match. Then you found the right person and you like time heals all wounds. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, even like, you know, I I think a lot of people. Yeah. And even not, even not in like a relationship side so many people when it was like 2021 was like long story story. I survived 2020. It's like, even. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. (laughs) Yeah. I also like the 2020 that she, motto. she adds this like, I'm all about you and now, because I think that's another important revelation she's learned is to not focus so much on these petty things of the past. She's just like, I'm, I'm in the here and now I'm in the present. I want to be moving forward with you instead of draining myself, worrying about what I did wrong, counting each step, blah, blah, blah. Everything she talks about in Evermore, the track really is is tied up nicely here with this idea that she's like, okay, and I'm, I'm here and now, and I'm all about mm-hmm. you and now. Mm-hmm. I'm not reflecting on the past anymore. I'm in the here and now. I love that. Love it. Maybe we yeah. will not Maybe get another song. Maybe this is song. her promise that she's never going <laughs> to, yeah, she's never yeah. going to write another song about this. She's like, I'm done. I'm here and now. <laughs> yeah. I will no. say, if I can make one criticism of Do it. her 
this. Mm -hmm. And I think you guys covered this on a past episode, but my first thought, the whole Ginny and Georgia thing, I have not watched (laughs) the show. Yeah. When she tweeted, and I initially thought for a split second that she had been hacked because I was like, this doesn't sound like you. I was like, long story short, (laughs) long story short. (laughs) Don't get wrapped up in these petty things. Yeah. Like, (laughs) stop. stop. Yeah, I just nobody's perfect. I mean, We're it's still it, learning. <laughs> she has mm-hmm. she has every right to speak out. It is like a really dumb sexist joke, but like it's yeah, no, <laughs> like yeah. not the thing to be focusing on during this time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to pick your battles. Sometimes. Yeah, but it's hard, right? It's it's hard for whether you're you know a famous pop star or just like a normal person. It's it that's a hard thing to get on board with. Yeah, to not always sure. want to have the last word and set the record straight on stuff. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Well, I don't know if Ashley alerted you, but we've started doing these like questions at the end of the episode. Yes. Um, yes, yes. So to just kind of wrap up our thoughts on the song. So the first one is ooh, the Taylor of it all. So what is the most Taylor Swift line in this song, do you think? I'll go first. Ilana, do you want to go yeah. first? Sure, sure. <laughs> um, if the shoe fits, walk in it till your yeah. heels break for me. <laughs> and then the, you know, walk in it everywhere you go, flip at the end. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like, it's my favorite line or my favorite couple of lines. And it's also just like quintessentially Taylor Swift mm-hmm. in every way. I imagine yeah, her like sure. strutting down the, the walkway for style, like just like <laughs> yes. one leg after another and then just like uh, her, it like just crumbling because her, her just like, goes fall. right. Yeah. Exactly. We didn't say that, but yeah. that's just what I imagine in my mind. Everything's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, like it's just, it's over. Just that lurch. Yep. Yeah. All it takes is one misstep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You guys, I just, also, this, I, this just in, this just in, oh, Taylor yeah. Swift just tweeted, I love you, mom. And it's because she won best family feature for the best day at the CMT awards. So just sorry. I got I I really thought that was going to a darker place. I was like really concerned for a second. I I just, I have like, whenever my Twitter, whenever my Twitter notifications pop up, it's always like a Taylor Swift tweet. And I was like, what's going on in Taylor Swift's world? It's not Thursday. What's going on? So that's good. I'm glad. I'm, I'm happy for them. That's happy. That's good news. Yeah. Good news. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Now, what's Crazy your Taylor of it all? Um, I thought, long story short, it was the wrong guy. Is just a very mm. playful nod, not only to Tom Hiddleston, but basically any dude she's dated in the past and written a song about. It's mm-hmm. it sums up entire... a lot of her career. Yeah. Not that yeah. she only it's writes relationship songs, yeah. but yeah. 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 I feel like that's that really I- spoke to me. So I agree with you, but I would add clung to the nearest lips, long story short, is the wrong guy, because it kind of seemed like throughout her career, like you said, it doesn't necessarily have to be just about Tom Hiddleston, but it kind of seemed like mm-hmm. she was trying to like have a guy like go go to the perfect guy, have a guy who will complete her, and she was like clinging to these guys. And then at the long story short, she realized like, yeah, she, she can be all about you, but you know, she doesn't need that, which I really liked. It yeah, like okay. shows her progression as a woman. Yes, exactly. Um, okay, Easter egg hunt. Do you feel like there is a favorite Easter egg in this song? Something referencing something in the past or a clue for what's to come? <laughs> I have a sonic Easter egg that's going to sound a little crazy. No, love it. Welcome. I it. wrote it down while I was listening <laughs> to the song. I discovered this, like, I think it was this morning while I was walking in the park. Oh, yes. So um, if you go to the part of the song, 
where she sings, um, and he's passing by, rare as the glimmer of a comet in the sky, or mm-hmm. rare as the glimmer of a comet in the sky, you will hear these bass riffs that sound a lot like what you hear in Peace, the oh. song about their life together. Mm, and it's cute. the only part of the song where those bass riffs come through really clearly. Okay. Um, and to me, I, I mean, I interpreted that as being, you know, Peace is all about kind of like her hesitations in their relationship and feeling like she can't give him everything he deserves and feeling like she's yes. going to mess it up somehow. Mm-hmm. So by inserting that, when she sees him, he's rare, she should, you know, yes. she should start something. It's sort of her like self-doubts being like, what if you can't give him peace? What if oh, he that. can't tolerate mm-hmm. your crazy life? Things mm-hmm. like that. Um, yes. But I like, I was like, <gasps> it was a bit of an <laughs> aha moment when I... Yes, we I mean they were both moments. produced by Aaron Dessner, so I think exactly. it's very plausible. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. good I love that. production. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about you, Ashley? I mean, the whole song is an Easter egg, right? Yeah. I like. I think the whole song is my favorite Easter egg because <laughs> it just goes on to all of these different, like yeah. 2016 just in one song so I would say just the whole song it's hard to really pick out one anything as amazing as what Alana picked out I was like um (laughs) you know I'm very much into the music as well as lyrics I'm always like melodies what yeah I love it um but no it's true it's really like when you said clung to the nearest lips I like that she like fully owns her desperation Mm -hmm. in that moment Mm -hmm. it's such a desperate word and she's like yep it was wrong yeah I yeah. kind of forced it. <laughs> my bad. And yeah. My one thing I liked that, too about that line going off of like Easter eggs was that she was really clinging to Tom Hiddleston because she was trying to get all that like bad press and all, like the attention <laughs> towards her on her love life and away from literally like, just yes. like an old wo- an old grandma on that rocky beach yeah. that needed. Like, how do we have, how do we get the media talking about something else yeah. other than Kanye and yeah. like Taylor Swift is over a party? Let's do something else. So yeah. she was like literally yeah. clinging to him for dear life, which was please. Yeah, we can go to Rome. I'll do whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'll what meet a plane! Your mom. I have a plane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Um, What's yours? I I do like the nod um, to call it what you want. The full circle moment with the now all I do is keep you warm because I think that's you know call it what you want is at the beginning of the relationship she's like I don't know what this is but do you want to run away sure and now she's like okay like I'm here to keep you warm too cute cute (laughs) um okay final score uh remember we're grading on the Taylor Swift curve so it's tough but it has to be it has to be said um Ilana do you have a do you have a grade you're gonna give it your favorite song off of Evermore have to give it an A just because Mm -hmm. it is my favorite. I mean, even on the curve, I think Mm -hmm. it's, Mm -hmm. I I love it. I would, I would say it's in my top 15 favorite Taylor songs maybe, which is, and she writes a lot of songs. So like, that's, you know, a solid A. A solid A. I I agree with you. I like that. I give it an A too. Yay! I feel yeah, like it's honestly, really underloved for some reason. Yeah. I'm not sure why. It is, and I was trying to unpack why because it's not even mentioned in like a lot of reviews. Like it wasn't a contender right. in a lot of um, press about the album, and I feel like it's just a sleeper mm-hmm. hit. And I like that sort of underground yeah. vibe it gives. But 
I did end up giving mm-hmm. it an A minus just because That's I. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I do like it, but I think there's something about it that's strangely forgettable. And I don't know what it is. I'll have to like sit with it and unpack it and ask people why they don't like it. <laughs> because when I sit down and I listen, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a vibe and a half. But, no, you know, I just have a lot of other favorite Taylor songs that rise to the top a little bit more. Totally so don't fair. hate me. <laughs> I, it's I think barely I've, about score. I've seen some people criticize it who are like, well, it's good. It's a bop, but it doesn't really add new information. Like it's not telling mm. a new story. We know she's super happy with yeah. Joe. We, we for sure know what happened in 2016. So I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. It's like, I'd for rather... me, it's enough that it's a bop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Is it making the set list? Yes. I, I think so too. I can totally see it. So... I think she'll definitely I mean it just feels like upbeat up tempo like I don't think she can avoid play and it's so clever that you know she has to be proud of it you know Mm -hmm. she has to be excited to hear people sing it back to her and the fact that I'm getting nervous though because like she she has so many songs and now three (laughs) albums that she's gonna want to cover with her next tour plus all of her old albums so like her new vault song is it gonna be a Yeah, is it going to be a four-hour <laughs> show? I mean, I would please. – yes, please. But yeah. I want to make sure she can, like, physically survive a four-hour show yeah. every night. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's always a, a sad part of our of our question is just, like, how is she going to do any of these? How are we going to hear any of this? I know. Mm-hmm. But fingers mm-hmm. crossed, 2021. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Okay, um, Shelby, so you promised us some tea. I know. And I, I feel bad about it because it's not like upbeat tea. It's kind of sad. But mm-hmm. I was interested in your guys' take. So okay. we talked about this last week. She was cast in the David O. Russell film. Um, and some people have rightfully pointed out that David O. Russell is actually pretty problematic. And he's um, been verbally and physically abusive on his sets and also had a pretty nasty interaction with his transgender niece and so people are calling and even the news stories have suddenly been like taylor swift partners with a very bad director and there's a lot of criticism of oh well how can she go from her sexual assault trial how can she go from her miss americana like wokeness to to settling to work with someone so problematic Mm -hmm. and i was Mm -hmm. curious your guys's thoughts alana you go first Mm -hmm. Oh, do you on the spot? <laughs> right, exactly. Don't talk about it. No. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, that's that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd heard some of the allegations against him and some of the stories about him. Um, it's funny because, like, I really like a lot of his earlier movies, mm-hmm. but before I had read any of this, my yeah. knowledge of it was pretty mm-hmm. recent. Um, I do think it would be a good idea, probably, for her to address it at some point. Yeah. Um, maybe her, her pride month note was kind of an early, you know, acknowledgement of that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. especially with, you know, his like alleged transphobic remarks. Um, and when did, so when did all these articles come out versus like, from my, my knowledge, the, it's already like the productions wrapped up, like the movie's already been shot. So right. I'm wondering like, when when did all these allegations and all these new new like uh, stories come to light versus oh, yeah, when she yeah, recorded yeah. not recorded but like shot the film so she wasn't aware so now she's like crap like I can't back out now I'm already like, no I, I mean go. he's had a pretty 
<laughs> noted track record like as far as like 2017 like as oh, far wow. back as that okay. stuff. I, I guess I just I don't, don't follow him yeah no yeah. his he, and that's the other thing is like it's much more in the industry than probably mm. just the general public but yeah that being I had said, heard he was you know I, I had heard stories of him being like difficult to work with yeah. and, and maybe yeah. like really tough on his team and so on his Taylor work, would have heard this stuff so it's not like yeah, mm, or her team, thinking. or you know, yeah. it, it seems like it'd be hard to not know. But it's also we don't know how involved. Like if this is just sort of a Margot Robbie cameo appearance, like in the Big Short right. style thing, mm-hmm. or if it's an actual. That's exactly what I was picturing. Actually, yeah, it's like a, a, a <laughs> it's like cut a to her say, say a line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's. It's it can be frustrating sometimes to admire someone like Taylor Swift and mm-hmm. feel like you know you can anticipate what she thinks and feels about certain things, but then ultimately she's a human who's making her own choices and her own career choices, and it's hard to track exactly why she do certain things versus others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's it's wrong of a fan to remain a fan while still feeling disappointed or confused by certain things, and I'd hope that she'd address it, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she will. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I, I I would say I wouldn't expect her necessarily to. It would be nice to see for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I also think it's it has to be acknowledged that no one's writing news articles about like oh, um, I don't even remember who else is in the movie. Margot Robbie, <laughs> so and so, yeah, Christian Bale, Bale right? signs on. Like it's Chris they're Rock. calling out Taylor Swift because it's an easy. Of attack. course. Someone yeah. who's and, in probably 60 seconds of the yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, we could have a conversation about David or Russell as a bad director, but you should also aim your umbrage at everyone else involved in this ensemble film. So, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It reminds me a lot, honestly, of like, and this is not to like, you know, agree with anything that David or Russell has done. Um, but it kind of reminds me in a sense of like some of the really bad press that Meghan Markle has gotten yeah. in the UK. Yeah. Like she likes avocados uh, <laughs> yeah. and avocados are fueling like child labor or something like that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, it's, it's outrage. Yeah, it's journalism. easy to get a, a click on a title yeah. that ties Taylor Swift to bad behavior more than maybe. Right. Anybody's going to it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So we'll yeah, see how that turns out. Right. <laughs> I know. It's it's hmm. so hard to know. Like there are so many people in the industry with problematic pasts too. Yeah. It like makes oh, yeah. me nervous what's gonna come out next. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, at least, you know, it, it's like, is that the worst uh thing about Taylor's movie career? Or is it that she's it dating Joe Alwyn who <laughs> only plays <laughs> Nazi rapist uh, abusers? You know, it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. that's a discussion we could have too but <laughs> <Type cast. laughs> we'll see what he does next um oh. but thank you so much for being on alana it's always so fun to have oh, you of course of course We're glad we could save this for you because you clearly had some invaluable yeah. insights into this song and keep them we'll coming like talk about Taylor. a new album comes <laughs> yeah. out and you want to talk about something like 1989 oh, yeah. vault songs come out and you're yeah. like first dibs. this is my song like call a song <laughs> oh, if you for want sure we love how that. many yeah. vault songs are we getting like 13 vault songs or something <laughs> that's the rumor it's allegedly yeah <laughs> that's the rumor so you can I feel like I always my, the page six in me is always like allegedly yeah um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't me. even yeah, exactly. 1989 has my absolute favorite bonus tracks of any album oh, yeah. she's made. Yes. So 
that alone, like. I know. It's like, what else did she leave on the cutting room floor, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. if she left, I, I still will never be over the fact that New Romantics was a bonus track and not Girl, the too. lead single. So yes. I can only imagine. <laughs> Choices were is. made. Okay. Choices were made. I don't get it. That I question. <laughs> yeah. Um, but is there anywhere that people can find you? Are you on Instagram, Twitter, or, or would you rather just uh, yes. people leave No, so, sure. <laughs> No, as you guys know, I love a DM. I always, yeah, I welcome yeah. DMs. I <laughs> love do. to chat, especially about Taylor. Um, so people can find me at Alana Fishman, E-L-A-N-A-F-I-S-H-M-A-N on both Twitter, which I rarely post on unless it's something Taylor related or Instagram, which I am much more active yes. on. Yes. Lots we of cat pics. We look forward to seeing <laughs> how the, the wedding comes together and what yes. songs you choose. So We're under the six-month mark, and yes. I, I'm feeling it's – Our first dance song has changed a few times, but <laughs> from one Taylor song to another, I should oh, add. Okay, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love exciting. it. Um, but for anyone looking for more Swiftish content, we're obviously at Swiftish Podcast on Instagram, at Swiftish Pod 13 on Twitter, and we have a Patreon, which is a place where you can see our beautiful faces and the mm-hmm. face of our beautiful guests. So you can I'll head do over my there. Just for this. <laughs> yeah. Change get out of Yeah. Get access to episodes early, get the visuals too. Plus, we have chats, lots of fun things going on. So definitely check that out. It's patreon.com backslash Swiftish Podcast. Mm-hmm. But until next time, I'm Ashley. And I'm Shelby. And I'm Alana. And Taylor, we're all about you. All about you. All about you. Yes, we are. (laughs) And now.